On this day in Christian history, <clears throat> six hours. Hamilton, <clears throat> Wishart, and Knox form a chain of names that transform Scotland. The first name, Patrick Hamilton, was born about 1504 to a wealthy family near Glasgow. His mother told him stories of the Bible, and her lessons lived in his heart till the close of his life. His father, wanting a church career for Patrick, used his influence and money to secure his appointment to a church position when he was but 13. That was in 1517, the year that Luther made his protest. But Hamilton wanted nothing of church work, and he fled to the Sorbonne of the University of Paris, where he heard the sensational news of Luther's protestation. For an entire year, the Sorbonne studied little but Luther's writings. Hamilton graduated in 1520, returned to Scotland, and continued his studies in the University of St. Andrews, where, in time, he joined the faculty. The Scottish Parliament, meanwhile, condemned Lutherism and announced that anyone possessing Reformation books or views was in jeopardy. As it happened, Hamilton had adopted Reformation views. Archbishop David Beaton, rabid foe of Protestants, instantly sought his life. Hamilton fled to the fled the country. He traveled to Germany and spent time with Luther and the other Reformation leaders. His faith and courage depended dramatically, deepened dramatically, and Hamilton determined to return to Scotland, heedless of danger, and preached salvation by grace through faith alone. Great crowds flocked to hear him, and many were converted to Christ. Beaton promptly trapped and arrested him, tried him, and sentenced him to death. <clears throat> Excuse me, at high noon on February 29, 1528, Hamilton walked to the stake with a quick, firm step. He handed a friend his copy of the Gospels and gave him cap, gown, and upper garment to his sermon. The executioner chained him to the post and attempted to set the wood afire. The flame didn't burn well, and Hamilton suffered for six long, torturous hours. Finally, when it appeared the fire was at last doing its work, he cried, How long, O Lord, shall darkness cover this kingdom? His words were not lost on young George Wishart. Ropes from the world of the dead had coiled around me, and death had set a trap in my path. I was in terrible trouble when I called out to you, but your temple, but from your temple you heard me and answered my prayer. The earth shook and shivered. Psalm eighteen five through seven. Good morning, good morning. Today is the twenty ninth of February. It is uh Thursday, okay, and uh, 39 degrees here in Stockbridge, cloudy, looks like most skies will be mostly cloudy with a high of 55, so <clears throat> cool down a good bit for today, and uh, let's pray and we'll get into our lesson. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being our God, for loving us, Lord, and uh, Lord, just these... Uh, torturous stories from the past, Lord, uh, they're heartbreaking, uh, and that the people claiming to be the church, claiming to be your people, uh, just brutally 
torturing true believers, Lord. Uh, it's just horrific, uh, Lord. Please forgive us for doing these horrible things in the past for your in your name, Lord. And Lord, just help us to uh, not continue uh, that trend. Certainly, not, we're not murdering anybody, Lord, but just that uh, our hearts would not be full of hatred, but full of love and grace, your love and your grace. Lord, we do lift up um, a few, I uh, have a couple of praise reports. Uh, Chris got a job, and we praise you for that. <clears throat> and Lord, thank you for Parker getting the job yesterday, just a, a week later and uh you provided a better job more money lord better days off better everything lord what an amazing uh turn of turn of events lord so thank you for that and uh lord we do uh lift up brother uh, jessica's brother with uh covid um Charlotte is having that hip surgery next Tuesday. We want to lift her up. Uh, Lord, Teresa's daughter, Tatiana, needs a permanent job. And Betsy needs a place to live, housing. Uh, Leandra, we want to lift her up with the family and the new baby. And uh, we just ask for strength and mercy with that family, Lord. And uh, we do lift up Clay with his midterms. Uh, Elva's a nephew. Lord, uh, just recovering, uh, Lord, from that infection. Lord, we just ask that you continue to heal him. Um, and uh, with Tracy's uh, father passing away, Lord, we just lift up the uh, family to you. Lord, be with us right now as we get into this lesson. Open our eyes and our hearts to your word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Excuse me. <clears throat> what do you want the Lord to do for you by Oswald Chambers? What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Luke 18, 41. Is there something in your life that not only disturbs you, but makes you a disturbance to others? If so, it is always something you cannot handle yourself. Then those who went before him before warned him that he should be quiet, but he cried out all the more, Luke 18, 39. Be persistent with your disturbance until you get face-to-face -face with the Lord himself. Don't defy common sense. To sit calmly by instead of creating a disturbance serves only to deify our common sense. When Jesus asks what we want him to do for us about this incredible problem, that is confronting us. Remember that he doesn't work in common sense ways, but only in supernatural ways. Look at how we limit the Lord by only remembering what we have allowed him to do for us in the past. We say, I always failed there, and I always will. Consequently, we don't ask for what we want. Instead, we think it's ridiculous to ask God to do this. If it is an impossibility, it is the very thing for which we have to ask. 
If it is not an impossible thing, it is not a real disturbance, and God will do what is absolutely impossible. The man received his sight, but the most impossible thing for you is to be so closely identified with the Lord that there is literally nothing of your old life remaining. God will do it if you will ask him, but you have to come to the point of believing him to be almighty. We find faith not only by not only believing what Jesus says, but even more by trusting Jesus himself. If we only look to what he says, we will never believe. Once we see Jesus, the impossible things he does in our lives becomes as natural as breathing. The agony we suffer is only the result of the deliberate shallowness of our own heart. We won't believe. We won't let go by serving the line that secures the boat to the shore. We prefer to worry. Wisdom from Oswald Chambers, there is no allowance whatever in the New Testament for the man who says he is saved by grace, but who does not produce the graceful goods. Jesus Christ, by his redemption, can make our actual life in keeping with our religious profession. And uh, our reading for today is the same as yesterday, Mark uh, 7, 1 through 13, I guess because it's leap year. So, in place of it, we're going to read Numbers chapter 20 for this morning, and then we'll pick back up in Mark tomorrow. Numbers chapter 20, subtitled, The Death of Miriam. Then the Israelites, the whole congregation, came to the wilderness of Zin in the first month, in the fortieth year after leaving Egypt. And the people lived in Kadesh. Miriam died there and was buried there. Now there was no water for the congregation, and they gathered together against Moses and Aaron. The people contended with Moses and said, If we, if only we had perished when our brothers perished in the plague before the Lord, why have you brought us up? Why have you brought up the assembly of the Lord into this wilderness to die here, we and our livestock? Why have you made us come up from Egypt to bring us to this wretched place? It is not a place of grain or of figs or of vines or of pomegranates, and there is no water to drink. Then Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly to the doorway of the tent of meeting, the tabernacle, and fell on their faces before the Lord in prayer. Then the glory and brilliance of the Lord appeared to them, and the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the rod, and you and your brother Aaron assemble the congregation and speak to the rock in front of them, so that it will pour out its water. In this way you shall bring water for them out of the rock and let their congregation and their livestock drink fresh water. So Moses took the rod from before the Lord, just as he commanded him, and Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly before the rock. Moses said to them, Listen now, you rebels. We must bring you water. Must we bring you water out of this rock? And Moses raised his hand in anger, and with his rod he struck the rock twice, instead of speaking to the rock as the Lord had commanded. And the water poured out abundantly, and the congregation and their livestock drank fresh water. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you have not believed, trusted me, to treat me as holy in the sight of the sons of Israel, you therefore shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. These are the waters of Meribah. Contention, strife, where the sons of Israel contended with the Lord, and he showed himself holy among them. Moses sent messengers from Kadesh to the king of Edom. There, Thus says your brother Israel, you know all the hardship that has gone upon us 
as a nation that our fathers, ancestors, went down to Egypt, and we lived there for a long time. And the Egyptians treated both us and our fathers badly. But when we cried out to the Lord for help, he heard us and sent an angel and brought us out of Egypt. Now look, we are in Kadesh, a city on the edge of your territory. Please let us pass through your land. We will not pass through a field, through a vineyard. We will not even drink water from a well. We will go along the king's highway, not turning off course to the right or to the left until we've passed through your territory. But the king of Edom said to him, You shall not pass through my territory, or I will come out against you with the sword. Again, the Israelites said to him, We will go by the highway, trade route, and if I and my livestock drink any of your water, then I will pay for it. Only let me pass through on foot, nothing else. But the king of Edom said, You shall not pass through my territory. And Edom came out against Israel with many people and a strong hand. Thus the king of Edom refused to give Israel passage through his territory. So Israel turned away from him. Now when they set out from Kadesh, the Israelites, the whole congregation, came to Mount Hor. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron at Mount Hor by the borders of the land of Edom, saying, Aaron will be gathered to his people in death, for he shall not enter the land which I have given to the children of Israel, because you both rebelled against my command at the waters of Meribah. Take Aaron and Eleazar his son and bring them up to Mount Hor, and strap Aaron and strip Aaron of his garments and put them on Eleazar's son. So Aaron will be gathered to his fathers, and he will die there. So Moses did just as the Lord had commanded, and they went up to Mount Hor in the sight of the congregation. After Moses stripped Aaron of his priestly garments and put them on Eleazar his son, Aaron died there on the mountaintop. Then Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain. When all the congregation saw that Aaron had died, all the house of Israel wept and mourned for him thirty days. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for your amazing word, Lord. And Father, I just ask that you help us uh, in this instance not to be like Moses. Uh, we do uh, strive to be like Moses in almost every other area, Lord. But uh, in this area, Lord, when he failed to follow your direction, Lord, when he misrepresented you, uh, Lord, people were being people, Lord. And how challenging for Moses, Lord, and uh, so easy to just take that attitude, Lord, uh, that Moses took. And I certainly don't fault him for that, Lord, but he did misrepresent you, Lord. And help us, Lord, when people are being people in that way, Lord, that we would just lay it in your hands, Lord. They're ultimately, they were complaining, even though they were complaining to Moses and Aaron, they were complaining about you, Lord. And uh, and so you're going to deal with that. We don't need to. We don't need to uh, deal with that, Lord. That's that's your lane, and Lord, help us to uh, just stay out of that way. Help that not to affect us, Lord. It is hard when people complain about you, and uh, but Lord, help us to just stay true to you and uh, to your heart of love for one another, Lord, and uh, just be with us uh, today. Lord, help us to stand firm in you and walk in you in all that we do, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray.
right, you guys have an amazing day. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.